Hi, I'm Hopper. And I'm Heather. We are the creators of a project called Southgate Faces, in which we photographed and interviewed 65 shipbuilders at Bath Ironworks in Bath, Maine. This is a podcast about the project. Southgate Voices Podcast 6. 6? Yep. Wow. I know. My, uh, somewhere in my head, I feel like I want to get to 10 and then see where we are. Um, I get that. I'm all about streaks and even numbers. Yeah. Um, one of the themes that has come out of the Southgate Faces Project has been this idea of work. What, um, uh, what is work? Um, what is good work? What is good work? What is satisfying work? Right. And the notions that we had coming into this project about it mm-hmm. um, and, and what we found out. Well, and it's funny how these things happen uh, in clusters as well. So yesterday, we just did uh, the continuation of another portrait project, same idea, but for a private construction company. Right. Right? And we've been working on that for a few months. And so we did wrapped the final shoot of that yesterday. And what did the founder of that company say to us? But we're having problems finding people who want to do this work. So in a day and age when Americans are talking about there aren't enough jobs and jobs and jobs and jobs... And there are all of these jobs. There are lots of blue-collar jobs. There are lots of skilled labor jobs out there. But we somehow, um, maybe starting with our generation and beyond, and we're Generation X, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's this, you know, we talk, we've sort of alluded to this in another episode, that um, there's been this stigma against something other than some four-year college degree. Yeah. So for some reason, we've put um, blue-collar jobs, if you will. That's right. Down a rung. Yeah. When really... And, and I, I'm, I'm at fault for this as well. I was, I was speaking with a friend the other day, my age. She has a son graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. And, and I said... And I was trying to like figure out where her kids were in their schooling. And I said, oh, you've got one... It was a freshman in high school and one going to college, right? The kid who, right. I was just assuming, right? You know, she's like, they're generally our socioeconomic group, right? And she said, "Well, I'm not so sure about college right. for the for the oldest one." And I thought, "Oh my god, that was so well and that's wrong of me." To, to, totally true, but to do also that. that's how we were raised. Yeah, it was we are no a product doubt. of that. We are a product of that mind shift that was like, mm-hmm. you got to go to, you got to go to college. Um, you got to go to college and earn your, you know, like that's the next best thing right. is to graduate from high school and go to college. Because at one point that was advantageous. That was like meaning that the next generation would do better if you could provide them with more education. It would mean that they could have better paying jobs, perhaps right or wrong, more important jobs. Yeah. I would say wrong. Right. Like right? we were, yesterday I mentioned like, okay, let's take banker. Versus welder. Right. Is one of these jobs more important than the other? Not at all. Can, like, let's, let's not do that anymore. And actually, I might make a, I might make a judgment about that. Yeah, you can make an argument that, you know, and then this <laughs> the gets welder into is the... much more important. And but. this gets into the concept of bullshit jobs. Right, right, right. right and I'm right, not sure right, right. if I have to now check explicit on that. I don't know, maybe I you the, too. But there's a, there's a term out there called bullshit jobs. And I don't know, let's just look at the healthcare industry. Oh, no. Right? 
there's because we've been talking about this in the news a lot. Yeah. Like, what if you do away with private insurance? Right. Well, private insurance companies employ millions of people. Right. Hundreds of thousands, anyway. Yeah. Um, many of those jobs would be eliminated mm-hmm. if we made a single payer a single payer health care That's system, right. which kind of makes you think. Well, why do we have those jobs anyway? Right. So, well, yes and no. I mean. I mean, and I think that... Very it, few people um, building something or welding something yeah. are doing it for nothing. I, well, I would know. also say that um, white-collar jobs, while many of them are very important and very productive and very, you know, important yeah. and good jobs, um, th- just by the nature of that kind of work, it leaves more room for people whose jobs could probably be done by somebody else or... But, you know, yeah. two jobs done by one person. You know, you know what I'm saying? It right. just leaves a little more room. We need to be careful here. We don't want to offend anybody. No, absolutely not. But, but there's definitely probably more room for bullshit jobs in white collar yes. than in blue collar work. Let's listen to um, some. So this is a montage of um, voices from Southgate. These are shipbuilders. And what we did was we took a lot of, um, a lot of uh, clips Answers to one Answers to the question, like, what do you like about your job? Right. And we assemble this, and here it is. I love what I do here. I I think I make a difference. Best paying job in the area. I just like working with steel, working on big things, like thick metal, heavy structural work. It's a manly job, and I like it. I like how there's a different problem almost every day. You have to figure things out, and it's like being a detective. I like to get dirty and build things. Uh, I like to have a good day's work. It's fed my family. It's kept a, a nice uh, place to live close to the coast here. I, nothing really is hard because, you know, there's a saying that if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I like building things, and it's like creating puzzles. I like putting, putting things together like that. Uh, I like ripping stuff apart and putting it back together. I like the uh, consistency of the work. I like the pay. I like the hours. I like being home every night. I like the environment. I like working with all these different groups of people. Uh, I like building ships. I like building ships. So you, you were, um, you've been talking about using this word purpose. Yes, 100%. Purpose. With with these jobs, and it's with this with any job, white well, collar. Well, with any job, collar. I mean, I think I think the scourge of humanity is when humans individually are left without purpose. Right, and, we, and we this, are hardwired to have purpose. Right, and, and this is not specifically about jobs, but yeah. about you know, a human being um, does is do at their best when they feel they have purpose. Absolutely. And so just to do, go a little bit on a tangent here for a second, I forget who I was just talking to about this. Um, it also goes along with, um, it, it, or it leads to this question of, um, I think it's mostly Americans, but this notion about this entitlement of retiring Mm. I'm not really sure. I understand that, especially people with more physical jobs or much more demanding jobs hour-wise, that as we get older, we want to make some shifts in terms of what our physical output. Yeah, and blue, this, this folds into blue-collar jobs. 100%. Right? Like, and, like, and we're living longer. Yeah, and all of those things. But at what point did we get the idea that we should stop being productive, mm. that it's a good idea and that we've somehow earned the right 
to at 70 or 65 or whatever it is to just kick back and do nothing. Yeah. And some people can do this. Some people really enjoy that and they like... But and, we and can they'll, all they'll find be, little purposes. We and, can all be of use. And it doesn't even need, and it's not even necessarily benevolent, right? It doesn't even necessarily have to be, make yourself useful to the rest of us. But we are, I believe anyway, this is strongly my opinion. Okay. I believe that we are healthier human beings physically, emotionally, yeah. um, psychically, karmically. If we continue to be productive, continue to contribute in some way, yeah. continue to um, have purpose. At the marina uh, the other day when we were working yeah. uh, in the Bahamas, yes, uh, there's a there was a, a little old man. That's it, right. It was not, it must have been in his nineties. I That's mean, this right. guy was a very older, very older older guy, yeah. and he's got a cane yeah. with, the, with the four legs on it yeah. and everything. And he, and I said to him, "Hey." Um, are you going out today? Are you going sailing today? Yeah. Figuring he was about to jump on a boat with, right. with his family or something. He goes, oh, no, I'm working. Right. <laughs> he's working at the marina. Right. And, and somebody said, hey, you know, hey, Bob, um, how, how's your day going? And it was another employee of, yeah. at the docks. And he said, oh, great. I'm just looking for something to do here. And, and he was like. Right. Looking, he has, he's looking for purpose. Yes. Right? And he's working. Yeah. And I don't know why we got this idea that like you should work, 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 work for whether it's white collar, blue collar for, you know, 20 years and then retire and do nothing. Yeah. And, and does this also like I think sometimes I have this I have this thing where when I see somebody in their 70s or 80s working like at the grocery store. Right. I think we, we automatically think many of us wrongly think that they're doing it because they have to. Right. And many do. And sure, many do. of course. Wouldn't it be great if everyone had the choice yes. to to like not work as much or not work in a, in a certain type sure. of physical job or whatever? But my automatic, I automatically yeah. think, oh, well, they have to. Because we've also been raised that way. So, so you and I are in a generation, may, perhaps one of the first, that... Um, We're snots. <laughs> okay. yes. yes. We're snots. Little... Snots. Confessional. Entitled snots. Confessional, entitled snots from the the tri-state area. From the tri-state, Generation X, from the tri-state area, first generation of entitled snots. Confession. Totally are. Because we got the idea that um, we have to go to college and then that would automatically somehow make us uh, better suited for a job or a career and make us better than somebody else, number Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Number two, that we would work until we retire and then we would do nothing. I think this is fear-based. I think the, like, when I think about my own family's um, pushing me, and I was a marginal college, like, I was marginally college material. Right, right. And I, I think that that my family's pushing me, especially my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Pushing me toward college. I think some of it is fear-based in that, well, if they don't, proceed to that, they'll get stuck in town, in a job they don't want. But again, this is that, but that word stuck. Right. Right? Like, why is it stuck? Why is it a negative? What if, you know, I mean, you told me yourself that you started taking cars apart when you were, what, 16 or something like that? Yeah. You're like taking an engine apart and putting it all back together. Like, and you, presumably you enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. So what would have been wrong? With you becoming a mechanic, earning enough money as a mechanic to go, I know you have an adventure bent, right? So 
You could, I could have worked on boats, on diesel, totally on diesel boats. You totally could have d- right. done that and earned enough to go explore and come back and run your business right. or whatever. And, and no regrets going to college. No, 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 right. But, I get it. But at least, you know... It, it, and you it, found your passion for architecture. Definitely. At school. Definitely. Sorry, but, there are, but there are more paths. Um, and it, and it's, a, it's a difficult thing to, to, to go back and, and say, well, maybe I, I could have done something else. And, well, and the path I took, it worked. Well, absolutely. But I think what's important here in the clip that we just listened to Mm -hmm. is that what we hear all of these blue collar workers saying, and many of them, by the way, P.S. in that clip, are under the age of 30. Mm -hmm. Um, They are all getting paid, feel feel that they're being compensated fairly Mm -hmm. and feel that it's um, allowing them to have a family. Stability. Have stability and um, they have fulfillment. Fulfillment. They all have fulfillment. So these are not necessarily college grads. I don't want to speak. No, some are. Some are. A a few of them are, but many of them are not. Mm -hmm. And um, they have the job that is bringing them fulfillment and allowing them to live the life that they want to lead. Right. So let's let's put this in, and I know you you don't always like this, but let's put this in a political context now. Oh, (laughs) Lord. No, and I because I think the only reason I don't like it is because I think it's too simple to oversimplify. It is, but no, but I'm go gonna, ahead. I'm going to make I'm going to make this statement about this. I go think ahead. that politicians should listen to these voices and start to understand what this segment of the working population what makes well, them tick. I guess I'm confused. What politicians are you talking about? Because because Democratic politicians. Excuse me. You and I went to the state house in Maine mm-hmm. where we hung some of these portraits. Mm-hmm. And we were there hanging those portraits because the Democratic president of the Senate of Maine and his chief of staff mm-hmm. specifically said, these are the people that we, we work for every day. Right. And these are the people we want represented Absolutely. in the state house. And I think that's an anomaly. So, I think that's an anomaly. This Troy Jackson is an anomaly in the party. I mean, this is a guy that he drive, when he's not in the state house, he's driving a skid steer. I, I think and that, this guy is a, a unicorn. I think that. See, I, I'm a cynic. I'm a cynic. You know this. I'm a total cynic about politics yeah. and politicians because, okay, we can say that. We can say that the problem here is that politicians aren't paying enough attention to blue collar workers. Honestly, I don't think politicians are paying enough attention to anybody that is out here. Right, so I, I think you mean that, out of like out of Washington? Yeah, of- I think they're. I think it's oversimplifying because I think th- this is why I almost never like to have the politics discussion because I'm so cynical about that process and I, about those people. I know, but I just think that there's this. I just think that there's this divide between white collar and blue collar, and when and and and. But they'd all tell you that that's. First of all, they'd all tell you that that's who they're the politicians. They'd mm-hmm. all tell you that that's who they're fighting for. The working that that's who they're paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two. You yourself. In one of the last times we had this discussion mm-hmm. on this recording machine. Yes. Hello, everybody. You yourself said what made the difference in the election was Donald Trump. Paying attention to the blue collar workers, yeah. showing up he showed in the up in second Lisbon. district right. in Maine and talking about building ships. Right. I didn't see any Democrats, Democratic politicians doing that. Hillary Clinton skipped Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota. Whoops. Uh, uh, and and I think that if if uh, um, I think that culturally we need to re 
understand that not everybody's going to be making apps for a living. Well, also, and we need to have this. It's, a, it's about value. It's about value judgments and worldview and what we value, right? So, and you and I being, a, and, and I, you know, to the, on the one hand, here we are doing this, right? Yeah. Like you and I went into this project very open minded about what, A, that, um, that we could learn something, mm-hmm. and B, what that would be. We didn't even necessarily have a, a preconceived notion about what that would be. No, we uncovered this thing. We, we uncovered like, oh my this God, bias been, in ourselves. Yeah, we've been we've been biased toward these these blue collar jobs, um, and sub- subsequent toward the culture surrounding it. So it and it always has to be a shift in the um, psyche of the um, population. Right. And then I think politics follows. Right. Because ultimately politicians are going to speak the language of the people that they think will vote for them the most. I want to give a local example of a rule that impacts hourly and wage workers poorly. Okay. Negatively. In here in our school district, we have every Wednesday. This is Bath, Maine. Late start Wednesday. Yep. Okay. When um, that means that the whole district starts an hour later. Right. So if you, um, you and I, as stay-at-home parents of two different families, have yeah. long complained and yeah, but begrudged this. Let's say you're a family where both parents Absolutely. work out of the home. Yep. And suddenly Wednesday Wednesday shows up. Now you've got to do something. Now you've you've got to find care for your kids between eight and nine. But they don't get on the bus until well, nine. You just said they work out of the home. No, no, they're, they're oh, working outside. outside. They're I'm working sorry. outside of the home. Work, working out of the home, right? It's it's yeah. it's so pervasive that yeah. you go to the, our credit union in yeah. town, yeah, and look at their hours. Yeah, they don't start until nine o'clock on Wednesdays. Is that true? Yes, I did not know. The that. credit union doesn't <laughs> open until nine o'clock on Wednesdays. They open eight o'clock every other day. But that's how much that 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 rule affects workers, like everyday workers. Yeah. So it's easy for some academic to say. Well, um, let's make the schedule like this. But they had they they weren't when they made the schedule yeah. like that. When they uh, when they do late start Wednesday, they didn't think of hourly workers or or, yeah. or families with two two working parents. They didn't think of the impact. Well, let's be on careful. You know people. me. I'm the always the let's be careful police here. Let's hear it. I, I don't want to say they didn't consider that. Mm-hmm. We can't. You can't say they didn't consider that. We weren't party to they the did, They didn't consider it enough to not do it. <laughs> okay, but. All, and all we know is that maybe there were just maybe there were reasons that over uh, outweighed those reasons. Maybe so we, weren't, we, weren't pre- we weren't pretty. We weren't pretty. I understand what you're saying. In that, that is a that's a local tool example of that. That doesn't that doesn't take into account, or at least doesn't do anything to help um, working families with two working parents or. Or single parent families where the one parent has to go to work right. totally. But so, so creating rules like that, and that's just a local one. When you look at, at national level type things, I think it's important for politicians to look at hourly and, and wage worker work, wage workers and blue collar workers mm-hmm. and consider what impacts are on them, whether it's taxes or regulations. Or what have you. Well, I think it's important okay, to... Okay, well, hang on. So let's also examine the fact that we are automatically associating blue-collar work with hourly work. 
Uh, I mean, maybe it shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really, and I don't really know enough about the differences between I mean, maybe, these things. To, and you know, I don't, you know, but you know, why? Why are all? I mean, and see, and, and that's why these. Um, that's why these broader conversations are so complex, right? And not that blue I'm collar a, work tends to be more shift work, whereas white collar work tends to be more like, uh, uh Wednesdays, uh, salary, uh, Wednesdays, uh, Wednesdays, right. I'm going to show up at ten, and and it's it all and comes out in the wash, and we're, and we're able to do that as white collar workers. We're able to say. I'm not, a, I'm not a white collar worker. I'm no. not a salary. But when worker. I when I was right. working in in architecture, yes. I could say, "Hey, to my supervisor, every Wednesday from right. now on, right. I'm not coming until nine thirty. And they'd be like, "Great, you yeah. know, and, and I'll make it up, yeah. you know, fifteen minutes in the day." Shift workers, some have that ability, but I think it's it's Jenna was uh, almost a minute late and was going to get docked. Right. Anyway, I think I think we should, we need to wrap this up now before we get too much further. But these are good. This is a good conversation. How great that you haven't delivered our emails to anyone who can start refuting us and sending us nasty emails about all the terrible uh, things we've just sent. They'll figure it out. Uh, I guess. Um, so, uh, so um, Southgate Voices podcasts will be a little bit hit and miss over the next month or more um, because um, we're traveling. Heather's got a gig in Tahiti. <laughs> We've got a You're gig. You're gonna make me sound like <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's basically a blue collar job. It is kind of a blue collar job, catering um, to white collar. I can't say that. I don't know that for sure. I am working in Tahiti. It's not a vacation. <laughs> You're working in Tahiti. Don't confuse climate with vacation. Right. That's a totally different conversation. Right. You're working in Tahiti. You're working in Hawaii. Oh God! It just got worse. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll be back in Bath. Um, You're working in Hawaii too. Yeah. Okay. So our podcasts are going to be a little bit hit and miss for the next six weeks or so. We're going to get to 10. I know I you're even... all going to be crying in your soup yeah. over that. We're going to do them as we can. <laughs> okay. uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.